Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome to Women Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all walks of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Women Thrive Podcast. My name is Abigail Rebecca. I'm going to be hosting you today. We have got such an incredible guest. We're going to be talking about releasing, releasing things. How often do we walk through life holding on to things that don't belong to us, holding on to opinions, holding on to ideas, beliefs, situations, blocks that do not serve us? You know that we can release them if we choose to. And today we're going to be talking about this. So I would love to introduce you to an amazing woman. Her name is Dr. Brittany Lashua. She's a wife. She's a mum. She's a PhD. She's a counsellor, coach, professor, speaker, podcaster, and business owner. So many hats. I love it. So many hats. Dr. Britt's mission is to beckon the best version of you to heal and take massive action on your dreams. Dr. Britt, it's fantastic to have you here today. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's so great to be here. And in the States, when I'm recording this, it's the day before Thanksgiving. So as soon as we get off the call, I'm going to be making some food for tomorrow with my little girl. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh my goodness. Right. I need to go off. I, I need to go off subject just for a minute here because you've mentioned food. What's like your ultimate, like Thanksgiving dinner? Like what do you like to make, Dr. Britt? Well, I make a pretty magical banana pudding. I think though, it's not mine, but the thing that I look forward to the most is like three things that my mom makes, which she makes amazing stuffing, macaroni and cheese and mashed potatoes. And I could probably just fill my entire plate with carbs and call it happy. And traditionally, this is it gets even wilder in my family. So traditionally in the States, we do turkey with Thanksgiving. And a few years ago, my family actually decided to boycott turkey because we'd all just kind of have like an obligatory turkey slice. So now we have meatsgiving, which is really just like a bunch of steak and then the traditional size. Meatsgiving. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I know we're the same, right? With Christmas in the UK, I'm like, what? Like, you have turkey. Who likes turkey? Really? I don't. It's, well, I don't eat meat anyway, but even when I ate meat, um, it, I wouldn't say that it was my favorite. So I love that you substituted that. <laughs> Let's go yeah. straight to the stage. 
Yes. Dr. Britt, thank you for sharing that with us. And yeah, it's great that you've appreciate that you come, you've jumped on the day before Thanksgiving, as you've rightly said, as we're recording this, it's the day before. I really love reading your bio, actually, because obviously when I first met you, when we had our first conversation around you potentially coming and being a speaker on our summit, which you now are, which is incredible. I remember reading, I know I was so excited to have you. I remember reading your bio and again, just reading your bio again. And when I was preparing this and I just thought, goodness, we can wear so many hats as women. We're so multifaceted. The fact that you can put all of those things in your bio is pretty awesome, right? What we can do. Yeah, it is. It is magical. I think when, when I see women and the amount of plates that they are balancing and juggling at one time, because I know I'm not alone in that. Yeah. So could you talk a little bit more about what you do? Like specifically, how do you, we were talking, when I intro, just before I intro you, you know, I was talking about baggage, carrying around baggage, all the things that we can carry on, carry about in life. And I know that's one of the things that we're going to be talking about today. So can you talk a little bit about what you do and how you serve your clients? Yeah, I sure can. So I First of all, I specialize in a process called mental and emotional release. There's a bunch of evidence behind it, and it's the quickest baggage release. And I'll talk about baggage in a second. The quickest baggage release process that I've come across in my years of practicing. Now, I've seen so many different types of therapies. I even have certifications and specializations in all of these different traditional types of counseling or therapies. And yet when I came across mental and emotional release, I was like, man, if this really works as as well as everybody says it does, Abby, then like I am obligated to learn it for those that I come in contact with. And so as, as I just gave you like that brief snippet of what mental and emotional release is, which is the fastest, really every single person in the world, we all have baggage in some sort. Some of it, we absolutely had no choice in how we got it. We heard things from our families and things growing up. Stuff happened to us as we were aging. And we began to take these things on, make meanings of them. And those uh, meanings get stored in our unconscious mind. And in our unconscious mind, a lot of people don't realize this, but our unconscious mind is actually the goal getter. But our conscious mind is the goal setter. And our conscious mind is actually only 5% of our mind. So it sets this goal of like, hey, I want to lose weight. I'm going to use weight because it's like a a very visual, easy process. I'm going to lose weight. And I don't know about you, but I personally have, and I know people, many people that have been like, I'm going to do it. And then they lose it or they gain it back or they're like, I'm doing so good. And then they sabotage it in some way. Well, that's a picture of the other 95%, which is our unconscious mind. That's our goal getter. And so if it has some baggage running around in there of what it would mean, or maybe that way protects you, or you never thought you could, or whatever it is, it sabotages that process. And what it actually does is it thinks it's working for us when it's not. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. So how do you then change that like how do you change that opinion of yourself or tap into the unconscious mind yeah 
So through the process of mental and emotional release, what you do, and it's going to sound really simple when I say it, you're going to go like, that's easy, or that's maybe even woo-woo. That might even be a feeling that our listeners might have. Uh, basically, you find out where the root cause is. Maybe that's bo- during your lifetime before or before you were born. You find out where the root cause of that is. And then you go back to that. And what you do is you actually release the root of whatever the issue is. And by the way, you can do this in eight minutes. You release the root of whatever it is, the belief, the emotion. And then as you release it, according to quantum physics and things that are like even, I'm a doctor, but like even well upon, well beyond my pay grade of the whole, the like quantum physics where it can't exist before it actually did. And so you release it. And as you come back to now along your timeline, it no longer exists. And I do a, it's called a breakthrough. And so I do these breakthroughs with people. And we can do it in a day. We can release all their baggage in a particular area of life. There's six areas. So we release all of that baggage in one day. And it's gone. And it's, it's, it's like the most enlivening, magical thing I feel like when I'm sitting with someone and I'm just watching the layers fall off. Yeah. And when you were talking, I, I remember a really pivotal moment in my life when I realized or I became aware of the fact that we can like, so we like to be right as human beings. We like to be right. You're wrong. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm right. And I'm constantly trying to prove that I'm right all of the time to myself. And when I realized that the opinions that we can form when we were younger, that is like, that's the opinion. That's the truth. And then you are literally just creating cycles within your life to prove totally. right all of the time. To prove yes. that is the fact. And I, I, right. I remember that so clearly. And it's it it's obviously very it's very aligned to what you do within your work. Mm-hmm. It is. It's wild the way that the mind works. So our mind does this thing where it deletes, it distorts, and it generalizes. So you and I right now, we're taking in information. The current research says that it's about 2 million bits of information every second. And our brain can only process 126 bits in a flow state. I don't know about you, but I'm not in a slow state all the time. Yeah. And so 126 bits out of 2 million is really not all that much. And so what our brain has to do is delete information, distort information, and then generalize information. So like, let me break that down just a little bit more. So let's say that I'm in my kitchen and I'm doing dishes as I'm going to do many of those dishes today. And my husband comes in and he's like, oh, you're doing dishes. Like he just simply says, oh, you're doing dishes. And, and if I have an unconscious program running around, then I'm going to delete the tone in which he said it to me. Then I'm going to distort it because I'm like, yeah, my husband thinks that I don't do anything around the house. That's why I made the comment. And then I generalized it to not just like the kitchen or around the house. Like he just thinks that I'm worthless and no good. And then, and, and the brain does that so quickly because we're making these meanings 
that a lot of times even started, I mentioned it started in like our younger life and our brain creates sort of, they're called gestalts. And that seems like this really big word, but all it is, is it's like many event events happen. And then our brain sort of creates this event or if something happens, it creates a really big event. And then it begins to find all of these other things to connect to it. Like uh, when you're little, for example, uh, People or little people don't know what a, an emotion is, what a particular emotion is until somebody goes, oh, you're angry or you're afraid. And the moment that there's a label to it, the brain begins to take all other events, paths where it's like, oh, I saw that before and all previous events and bring it right into that label. And so then we carry those meanings around. Right. Yeah. So you could actually mislabel it then. What you're saying is if you're saying, if you're feeling a certain feeling and then somebody says it's that, it might not be that, but then that's what you interpret it to be for the whole of your life. For sure. One of, as you're saying this, one of my favorite tools is to relabel emotions. Ugh. So let's just use anger. I'm, I'm still frustrated. People have like a spectrum of what that means. Like rage might be a level 10 or frustrated could be like a six I don't know to a nine depending on how people use it but my favorite word is like I just go I peeped like it makes me laugh when I say it so it totally changes my state it changes my internal representation the picture that I have of what it means to be frustrated so if I'm like oh I'm so frustrated my physiology will begin to follow that but if I'm like oh that's peeving like, I just can't say it without laughing. And my physiology can't get into that frustrated place. I love that. I love that you relabel and put a lightness to it. You probably know I love human design and I work in the field of human design. And we talk a lot in human design about the, the, high, the high vibration, the, the feelings that you can feel like successful or satisfied or peaceful and then the lower vibration anger frustration bitterness but I always find that whenever I speak to someone I talk to them about anger it means different things to different people frustration can feel very different to different people so I I love that you are taking the power away from those words and you're just allowing it to it's just a feeling and then bringing that lightness to it. Yeah. Well, and I think that we like get into this place as women. I, I don't want to make like an overgeneralization to say that every woman feels this, but I do find often that women who are very high achievers will actually use their anger to fuel them, their anger to achieve, their anger to, to become everything that they were created to be. I'm like, but what if there is another way? What if you could still achieve the way that you achieve, create the way that you want to create, do all of like the bad man pajama things that you want to do as a woman? What if there was another way? What if you could be fueled by another emotion? And I think that's that's why we want to release our baggage. Because all of that stored up energy in our body, that especially those those low vibrational ones that you're talking about that anger that bitterness that judgment the all just the 
even like low self-esteem, like what, however that shows up in your body, shame, typically like those things really prevent us from being who we were created to be. And so if we can take that anger and allow us to have a different driver, which is why we want to release our baggage, because you can still get the same thing without using the previous motivator. Dr. Britt, you mentioned earlier about quantum physics. I know we're going down the rabbit hole here, but... I'll follow as long as I can. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just get, let's just be Alice and go down the rabbit hole. All right. Physics. So you were talking about you can actually go back and you can change the, you can release and change the way that you feel about the past. And then that shows up in the present. Can you apply a little bit of, I don't know, meat on the bones around that so that we understand that a little bit more in terms of how that works right so before you were born we couldn't have said that you had any emotions right before you showed up now you might have some in the womb but there is evidence to say that babies have can feel their mother's emotions in the womb which is pretty amazing in and of itself that's so i'm always like i'm actually pregnant right now so i'm always like I'm always like touching, I'm touching my belly and I'm like, I'm sending you all the love, feel my love. Like I'm sending it to you from my heart. I want you to like be full of those good, like those good emotions and just gratitude and all those things. So I'm like, I want you to feel that for me and your body. But let's say even like generationally our past lives, people believe in past lives. Stuff could have happened, gener- like I'm just going to talk about generational. So stuff could have happened generationally. And then you carry that on like my great, great grandfather was angry. And then like all of that anger carries on. But if we can actually go in our unconscious mind, which is kind of amazing to me, honestly, Abby, our unconscious mind knows the root. We actually just have to trust it because our unconscious mind has has information that's well outside of our awareness. Now, I've when I've been floating on my timeline and I'm connecting this to quantum physics, when I've been floating on my timeline before, I've I've ended up at like the 1800s. And this like is going to sound so weird. And I saw a man tying up a horse. Who is the man tying up a horse? I don't even know. But I do know that that was a root. I can't remember if it was a limiting belief or an emotion at this point. But that was the root of something that I was carrying. And to go, okay, well, now when I released it and when I came back to now, because that happened before my existence, when I released it and came back to now, it was completely gone. Like, didn't feel it anymore, didn't believe it anymore. And so that's where quantum physics shows up in that process of releasing that. And then you just think about, like, generationally, we can decide in a moment. Have you ever, maybe not you, I don't know, Abby, but. Have you ever like struggled with like you've held on to an emotion or a feeling and then at one point you're just like, yeah, I'm done with that. I know I have. Yeah. Well, it actually took just that moment, that second to decide to release it. Everything before that was you working through being able to release it. In that second, it released. And so when we get to the root cause and we've already given our unconscious mind permission to release it it happens in a second and we can't carry it forward because it happened before we existed pretty crazy they're cool 
in the best kind of way. When you do things like go back and see a man tying up a horse, mm-hmm. how do you what what modalities do you use to do that? So really, you're just floating. Your you close your eyes, you get up above your timeline, and everybody has a timeline. So if you were working with me, I would help you visualize your timeline. Like we'd find it first, and you'd kind of float up above it and get acquainted with what it feels on your timeline. Pretty simple. And then you, we find the root and you visualize. Now, some people don't see it visually. Some people are more kinesthetic. So they, they kind of like get a sense of it. They feel it rather than seeing these like really bright images. We could have a listener. I like in my mind, I hear this. We have, we could have a listener that's like, well, I could never do this because I can't visualize. But if you were to right now, I'm, I'm in my office and not in my kitchen but I could tell you where my microwave is. In order for me to do that, I'm actually visualizing in order for you, for me to do that. My eyes are open and I'm not seeing it in these like bright, vivid, beautiful colors. Some people do visualize that way. Sometimes I kind of envy them. I do not, I do not see in my mind like that. And so even to know if I know where my microwave is, then I can visualize. So you're above your timeline, your eyes are closed. You may be seeing it or you may be sensing it, doesn't matter. But you go back to where that root is and you find the emotion that's attached to it. If it's a limiting belief, which everybody has those in some form or fashion, if it's a limiting belief, you find the decision that was also made there. And that decision might not be one that you personally made. That decision might be an ancestor or you in a previous life, something like that. And if you don't believe in previous past lives also, past lives can be a metaphor of where we're at. It can just, there. there's a story, there's a metaphor with that. But that's where you just go, I'm trusting my unconscious mind to take me wherever I need to go to release it. So after you release it, because you've floated down in it, you've checked, you've made sure that the emotion and the feeling are gone, and you're just visualizing this, you come back to now. And sometimes sometimes it takes a, a second to release but again like i said this can take eight minutes to do this whole process i love that i love your work like these are the conversations that i really enjoy having right it's like uh, it's mm. juicy stuff and if we think about i mean it is literally mind-blowing that we are able to do this but it's also even more mind-blowing that there's even more that potentially we can do and explore and within our minds and we're not totally we're not even there yet right how exciting mm-hmm. is the yeah. future and that's respect well as you're talking about the future i'm going you're i'm on a mission actually outside of what i do kind of as dr brit dr brit is also on a mission to help teach other clinicians how to do this so that truly we can impact the world and help people heal faster. I am. I went to school to be a professional counselor. And I felt like, honestly, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I felt like I was pretty good at what I did. I helped people at heal and deal with some of the stuff they've been carrying for a while. But I'd just been on a mission of why does it have to take so long? And then when I discovered mental and emotional release, I was like, no. Oh my goodness, it actually does not have to take that long. I almost made me want to cuss. It doesn't have to take that long. 
I think sometimes you can you can almost feel like for something so deep and so intense, it's going to take so long and it has to take long in order for it to be cleared. But actually, if it's really effective, it can be so, so quick. I mean, I experienced that with EFT. It's, it's quick. You can, you can do it quickly, but it's because it's so effective. So I love that you're able to use that medium in your work. It is so quick and there's uh, actually research that talks about how effective it is for people with PTSD. So it's good for somebody that has significant trauma. And it's also good for the everyday person that says, hey, I just want to level up. I feel a little bit stuck. I'm not really sure what's what's happening. Something keeps getting in my way. And it's not this extreme trauma. It's just something else. So it works for people on both ends of the spectrum to really become who they were created to be. Yeah. Dr. Britt, why do you do this work? What is it that drives you? Like what's, what's your story behind this? Oh man. Well, at first, if I were to first say, I feel like God created me in my life to be a healer and not that I am specifically doing the healing, but I'm with people in the healing process. So I feel like I was created to do that. Now, if I were to backtrack I look back at my, and especially knowing what I know now, Abby, like the the stuff that I learned growing up, at the meanings that I made about myself, like I carried for a long time this belief that I wasn't good enough. And I was such a high, I was a high achiever. And honestly, it was, be, and I don't, I didn't know this at the time. I know it now is because I was trying to prove that I was good enough. So I was, you know, in all the sports, I was a great athlete. I was a good student. I made mostly for, at minus like a small period of my life, I made mostly really solid choices in my life. We got to have some of that in there. And those teenagers, I made a really solid choices, but it was really because I was trying to prove that I was good enough. And along the way, and and I had to make a decision. I remember like, doing work even prior to like this process of mental and emotional release, but doing work in my own self of just going, all right, I, I am, I am loved for exactly who I am. And I had to learn to love myself. And, and I suspect that there's so many women listening to this podcast that know exactly what I'm talking about or just not feeling enough and wanting to fully love themselves for exactly who they are because every part of us is so worth loving. And so really learning to see that, and I think that that was probably part of what led me even into the the profession that I've chosen of really helping people become their best selves is because I had to walk through my own process of healing. And then it was even, it was even cooler, Abby, because once I also learned what mental and emotional release was, I did my own, like I had breakthroughs done on me so I could release any of the other things that were getting in my way. And even though I had made the decision to love myself exactly how I was, and I still had that like not good enough belief still running around in my unconscious mind that need I needed to get rid of. And now I, I can 100% sit in front of you and say, it's completely gone. And not just because I was like, all right, I'm going to just love me for me and I'm going to affirm myself and all these things. It's like, no, it's gone. Yeah. We are so excited to have you on our stage. 
I, I could literally speak to you for a long time on this podcast. The feeling is very mutual. But we, we will get to experience you even more on our summit, which as we're recording this is in the future. But anyway, that we know that that doesn't exist, right? Right. <laughs> the future has, whatever, it's happening, it's happening. But, but, but yeah, as you are uh, listening to this, we will be holding our summit next year in, well, it's going to be 2024 after we recorded this. Or you might be listening to this in the future and you might want to go back and listen and watch Dr. Britt's talk. Dr. Britt, what are you going to be sharing with us? on the summit stage i'm actually going to be talking about releasing your limiting beliefs and how to do that yeah yes 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 what a great subject we are very excited what are you most excited about being on the summit getting to help multiple women at one time walk away first of all release limiting beliefs and then also walk away with actionable steps on how to do that in their everyday life. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. We are very, very looking forward to it. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your incredible wisdom and your gifts on this podcast. Thank you for having me. So grateful to be here. Dr. Britt, where do we find you? So where can people find out more about your work and uh, reach out to you? Yeah, so easy, easy peasy. You can either find me on my website, which is Dr. Britt Lashwer. So Britt with two T's and Lashwer like your eyelash, U-A. Uh, and then same thing on Instagram, Dr. Britt Lashwer. And then I'm on Facebook as well. I think I might have a TikTok, but I would say... <laughs> I'd say I think I might have a TikTok because I'm pretty sure my assistant said it up when she posts videos. But I am definitely not the active one on there. So I would say come find me on Instagram or my website. Reach out to me. I'd love to connect with you. Uh, I'm also like that on TikTok. I'll put videos on there, but I'm like, are they going to go? Oh, no, but <laughs> they make their way there somehow. Oh, I never forgot house. I forgot I also have a podcast. Why didn't my brain think of that? It did just now. It cued me. It's called Hey Best Friend with Dr. Britt. And the whole premise of it is if your best friend had a PhD in counseling, what would you talk to them about? So it's like I'm just talking to my best friend about things that women face every day. I love that. I love that. So it's called Hey Best Friend with Dr. Britt. Yep. Fantastic. Make sure you check that out. That sounds um, amazing. Thank you so much for joining us and congratulations on your day. I'm so excited. Me too. This baby is a miracle. We prayed for this baby to come into our life for nine years. This baby is a miracle. Oh, I'm so happy for you. So beautiful that we get to journey with you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you everyone for watching. Please go and check out Dr. Britt. Check out her TikToks. (laughs) (laughs) Instagram. Go and listen to her podcast. Get into her world. Right? She's really cool. From listening to this podcast and 
I think she's going to be able to help you with a lot of things. And like, it's a really interesting subject, right? About releasing, how can we release these things that we're holding on to that are stopping us from moving forward and creating that incredible success and satisfaction and happiness in our lives. So Dr. Britt's definitely the person to follow in that respect. We hope you have an amazing, amazing day, whatever you're doing today, and be sure to tune in to the next episode of the Women Thrive podcast. But for now, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.